Welcome, welcome back to B&B Anime. Those weren't real human words, but they work anyways. I'm Blue, that's Brad. This is the second time we've recorded right now, and therefore we are already, we're already insane. So <laughs> join us for this, I don't know what's gonna happen. Now, Shikimori is not just a cutie, is what we'll be getting into in a bit, but before then, we forgot to do the vanity bit for the previous episode, so enjoy our vanity now. Everybody yes. wish me a happy late birthday, damn it. This is going out at some point three or four weeks after my birthday, but I deserve the birthday wishes, so give. Yes. <laughs> It was, he is now old. I've been old for a very long time. I don't know what you mean. He's now extra old and therefore ancient. If you like ancient people, follow him on Twitch at Brightcutter Gaming, where you have it's my It's too early. It's too early for that. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> on Twitch to go into his Twitch chat and say, hey, old guy, how's it going? <laughs> And if you do that, he will give you a shout out. <laughs> Guaranteed. Oh, so how's that latte art coming along? I took a photo of some art that I did with coffee. And you never sent it to me. I will do that right now. It's not that good. I've done better since, but it's the only photo I have. Rude. Hey me. I see how it is. I am actually fairly disappointed when I look at it because I think, oh, that's kind of shitty. But sent. Ah, oh, big preach. Let's take a look at it. We'll see. What do you mean? That looks nice. I love it. Thanks. Uh, I could do better since. Although, not obviously, when the CEO came to visit the coffee shop and I was on bar and they ordered a latte and I did the latte with unsuccessful latte art and had to hand really bad latte to the CEO of the company. Yay me! So, hang, hang on. Let me Let me back up a little bit. Yeah. You were on the bar? I, I was standing on the bar. No, I was at bar. Oh, okay. So you see, or... that's different. Wait, you're at... What? <laughs> Why were you at a bar if you were working? You're a... The I get it. Bar. You're a barista, but you're not a bartender. It's still a coffee bar. <laughs> it's just it's just espresso. You, you were on the bar. I was standing on top of the bar making latte art with espresso and handing <laughs> it out to customers. Hell yeah, I like it. All right, I'm definitely coming to visit. I got to see this. <laughs> don't stand on bars, kids. You'll probably get kicked out. <laughs> I've seen worse in bars. It's fine. Also, kids, don't go in bars. Unless you're in Europe, then have at it. Are kids even allowed? Mm -hmm. I mean, at what bars, age? Pubs, bars, with parental supervision, depending on where you're at. Yeah, free range. Oh, go for okay, it. that works. Um, what did I do this week? Nothing. I don't know. What did you do this week? I went to work. Then I came back, registered for classes for school, and then went back to work again, like an adult. God, you sound like me. Yeah. Remember how you were talking about me being the old one? I feel like I'm now old, too. Turnabout's fair play, peasant. Well, I'm gonna be halfway to 30 in November. Well, I mean, in the 20s, not like 15. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, 20 counts as zero again. I feel like everyone's like, when you hit 20, you're like, okay, I'm at zero now. Do you know what I mean? Is that how that works? I feel like it. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is fun. I'm enjoying this. Yeah. I'm wearing wool socks. You're reading socks? No. They're like, just like hiking boot thickle socks. But I was, okay, so foot story. Okay, okay, okay. Do, do I get to do another foot thumbnail for this episode? If you want, I mean, why not? I was, 
So I've been struggling with work shoes, right? Because uh-huh. when you're a, a barista, at least at the cafe that I work at, you don't sit down on your shift, right? There's no chairs mm-hmm. behind bar. Yep. And so I walk to work. I'm on mm-hmm. my feet for like an eight-hour shift, and then I walk home, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of on my feet. My feet, and uh, they need care. So I've been wearing like my little white trainers, sneakers, things, you know. And they've been doing fine, but I have been very quickly wearing them out because they're not expensive, high-quality shoes, but they did the job. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then, I've been, like, trying to find other shoes that I can intersperse with these white trainers um, so that I don't wear them out as fast. And also to give my feet a break. I feel like if you wear the same shoe every day, your foot kind of forms to that shoe and you end up with really weird calluses in odd places and your feet, like then don't fit into other shoes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I tried my Converse and then it rained really hard the other day and I walked home in the rain and Converse took forever to dry. So they're still wet and it's been like a week. You know what I mean? I've like undone the laces and I'm trying to air out, but still, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I put on my, my red boots and I wore these red boots out like so much. And I was like, these are fine. These are comfortable. I don't have to worry about these boots. They are fully broken in. Like I've had them since Tills was a pup, since before she was a pup, because they're the boots that she chewed on. And um, and I was like, you know what? Like I've had these boots for long. I can wear them to an eight hour shift. They're not gonna rub, but they did. And I got a blister on the ball of my foot. Eww. Yeah, so then I had like, how do you, I couldn't function with a blister on the ball of my foot. It was so painful. I'm wrapping my foot up, trying to like stop it from dying, working eight hour shifts on my feet with a blister on the ball of my foot, mad about it. Mm-hmm. And so now I wear thick socks is the moral of the story. Hence the wool sock comment. So have you considered getting like a special insole for your shoes to kind of help take the pain off? I've thought about it. I have pretty high arches, so I am like, I look around for insoles anyways, mm-hmm. but I just, I think I want to just like save up a little bit and go spend some money on like, like a couple hundred dollar pair of trainers, you know? I mean, that would also work, but I would still recommend like some sort of insole as well. Mm-hmm. Because don't get me wrong, like my shoes that I wear to work, even though they're not the ones I'm supposed to wear to work, I should be wearing steel toes, but that's besides the point. They are a $200 pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. So they're made for being on your feet all day long. And they also yeah. kind of double in between like dress shoes and actual casual shoes. Mm-hmm. However, I get the, I get a special insole. It's like a $40, $50 insole that's made for plantar fasciitis. Mm-hmm. And that helps out immensely. Like I get it. I have plantar fasciitis, so. <clears throat> those insoles are designed to help me anyway. Mm-hmm. However, they just make the shoes that were already comfortable as it is just that much more comfortable. Mm-hmm. So 10 out of 10 recommend. Yeah. I need to go to like a proper, like more expensive shoe store and have them like fit me for a nice pair of shoes, you know? Yeah. Like I would 100% recommend going to like a running shoe type mm-hmm. store. Because those people are great at finding yeah. stuff like that. You'll spend an arm and a leg on your shoes. However, do y'all have Asics in Canada? I don't know. Because that's my favorite pair of running shoes that I own. They're mm. they're not super expensive, but they are very high quality. They're very flexible, and they don't hurt my feet as bad as like other shoes if I don't have my insoles in them. Okay. So might be worth looking into. Like I typically order mine on eBay for like forty, fifty bucks. Oh, okay. And they're not bad. So if you find a pair you like, get on eBay and try to find them. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I I can keep a pair of shoes at work. So mm-hmm. I think I might do that throughout the winter and then just wear my, like, winter boots to and from work. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, 
keep the paratrainers at work. So I think that's what I might do. Um, the leaves are already changing up here. I got dead leaves on the ground. Oh, shit. Oh, well, it is almost fall, isn't it? Yeah. Where is the fucking year going, man? I know, so fast. So fast. I'm a second year university student. Holy shit, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it just now occurred to me. I'm like, yeah, Blue's going to be starting back to school here in a week or two. And I was yeah. like, oh, second year already, huh? Yeah, I feel like that first year went by so fast. I'm what class getting... are you going to be in? Are you going to be in the delinquent class, like class yeah. 2G or some shit? Or are you going to be yeah. in class 2A, like I'm... you're going to be the top of the class? No, I'm I'm at the end of the hole. Oh, uh, okay. They give me a, a, I'm in the corner, in the back. In are you the... in the back left corner near the door or the back right corner in the anime protagonist seat, though? Nah, by the door. Like, you only get glimpses of me in silhouette when the main character is, like, having a moment, you know? So you're truly being what Tonika always wanted to be, in that you're a character that's barely even drawn. Have yeah, no like, I don't, I don't have facial features. I, I'm just a blob and color. And a school uniform. <laughs> like, that's it. Uh, if only Janessa still did your hair, then you could actually be a blob with color. I know. I could be a blob with color. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely still the blob, though. I, I definitely give off blob vibes. <laughs> I, I, too, give off the major blob vibes. Yeah. You know what doesn't give off blob vibe, vibes, though? Oh, is that uh, Shikimori? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> this whole show is just fucking adorable, man. It is okay. So let's do some back, uh, some some background because I want to get into it. Yeah. So the manga was written by Kago Maki. It was published by Kodansha. It is a shonen. I don't I don't get it. Anyway, mm -hmm. it began publication on February second of twenty nineteen and is running to present for a total of fourteen volumes. The anime is directed by Ryota Ito. It is made by Studio Dogakobo and ran from August 10th of 2022 to July 10th of 2022 for a total of 12 episodes. Now I know what you're thinking. That is a long run time for just 12 episodes. Well, you see, what happened was, was Dogakobo had a massive COVID outbreak. Yeah. So they had to push back production by two weeks. Yes. Which is what kind of explains our drop rate, because this actually has the second highest drop rate of a show that we have covered. Um, and there is quite a bit of a gap between this and the third highest, which I believe right now is I've been killing slimes for 300 years and have maxed out my level at a 15.03%. Oh no, we've got a 15.08% with... Uh, Life Lessons with Uramichi Onisan, and I think that's our third... Oh, no, I found a 16%. The Promise Never Let Season 2, that doesn't count, it's the second season. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's Uramichi Onisan for the second highest. Our highest drop rate is obviously still Tamayomi, which if you don't know, is a baseball anime... Uh, about uh, it's a girls baseball anime uh, that came out in I believe 2021 and it uh, went through some severe animation issues due to COVID and working from home and has a very um, difficult watch <laughs> it's a very difficult watch because of the visuals it's a CGI blend that did not turn out well I kind of recommend giving it a watch just because of how bad it is yeah and the thing about it, it is, if the CGI was not that shit, that show would have been amazing. They put this... so much work into, like, in-depth work in baseball. Yep. 
Agreed. into that. It could have been so good. Like, in my opinion, if they didn't have that shitty animation, it would have been better than Big Windup to me, if I'm being completely honest. I am with you in a sense. I really liked the fact that it was surrounding a traditionally masculine sport, but a girls team. Mm. I uh, really liked that it was a girls team sports anime, because if we do see sports anime surrounding female characters, most of the time they're not team sports. So it was nice to see an all-girls team sport in a masculine field that seemed to have a really good storyline, really well-developed characters. The voice acting was excellent. The animation was just shite. So I would even be down for a remake of Tamayomi, but I don't think that will ever happen. No, no, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. So Shikimori is sitting at a 22.6% drop rate. I expect that drop rate to change over the next few months as people kind of go back to it they realize that they stop watching it within those two week period and they go back and finish it off right now it's sitting at a 22.6 percent though so significantly higher than our 15.08 but also still not as high as tamayomi at a 25.59 it does have quite high scores like decently high scores out of 10 though which proves to me that it is like people enjoyed it um, and the drop rate is that exponentially high. It, I would say they're super high scores, but they're decent scores. My anime list, it is at a 6.96 out of 10. On Anime Planet, it's at a 3.68 out of 5, or a 7.26 out of 10. So we're looking at about a 7.05 average, just for my like uh, very quick estimation there. And it is a PG-13. Yeah. Yeah. Basic storyline is surrounding a group of high school friends specifically to do with this one young couple where we have um, Izumi who is a bad luck charm. He's just a lad that has really bad luck and he, except for the fact that he is dating like the beauty of the school, Shikimori, who uh, is kind of his princess charming in a way and it's just a... Slice of lifestyle, little cute show. That's it, really. Pretty much. Yeah. And the show is not, like, in any way linear. Like, there are little bits that kind of hit as linear here or there. But overall, it's just fun. It's Mm -hmm. a fun show about an adorable relationship between a dude who has the absolute worst luck that I've ever seen in any human being and a woman who will protect him and is the biggest cinnamon roll, however, is not a cinnamon roll whenever she is protecting him and is just a badass. Yeah, I actually really like the gender-swapping vibes of this. I wouldn't even say it's necessarily gender-swapping. I'd just say it's more like gender stereotype blurring in a Mm -hmm. way because they both kind of have moments of like being the more like traditionally masculine prince charming vibe but also then have the moments of like damsel in distress vibe and it's uh i like the take on uh, i like it being a modern romance i like that it's uh, a little bit quirky in that sense and um i like that it's from his perspective as well yeah 100 percent. and if My understanding is correct from a lot of the reading that I have done. The show or the manga itself, the writer that's making the manga, actually writes this based on his own relationship. So it's like how Homie actually views his own girlfriend. And that, to me, is just 
absolutely fucking adorable. That's so cute. I have adored the manga for a very long time. And so <laughs> finally being able to see the anime for it and getting to enjoy it. And, oh, man, I had an absolute blast. This and Komi are like the two biggest things that I've been looking forward to being animated for a very long time that I was a massive fan of before the anime ever got announced. Mm-hmm. Now I've got Chainsaw Man <laughs> coming. Yeah. But up to this point, this and Comey have been the two biggest things that I've been so excited for. So, God, I am... You can tell what I'm going to give this before it's all said and done. <laughs> However, shall we shall we talk about some of our favorite bits? Because, again, there's no linear story to just sit here and yeah, talk about. Yeah, so uh, let's just put those spo- spoiler chicken hats on. Excuse me. Um, spoiler chicken hats. And go. Yeah. So, swimming episode. Yes. That was great, seeing everybody kind of hang out and watching Shikimori absolutely lose her shit over which bathing suit she wanted to yeah. choose. Yeah, and uh, Izumi uh, saving the little girl with the floaty, but then, like, dying himself. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and freaking what's-his-face shoe uh, just eating all the ice cream oh yeah also i think that homie and bakugo have the exact same voice actor and they look exactly the same the characters (laughs) yeah (coughs) like i i think in the dub it is the exact same voice actor for the sub i can't remember off the top of my head because watching it through this time i watched it dubbed so the dub is what's predominantly in my brain same voice actor oh it's the same sub too uh, yes. Fuck yeah! That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Also, I learned a thing the other day. A thing? So, you know Lucifer in, uh, fucking Devil's a Part-Timer? Mm-hmm. Sub has the same voice actor as Zenitsu. Oh. I got a massive cackle out of that the other day. Like, homie threw a Zenitsu tantrum, and up to that point, I didn't really, like, I never paid too much attention, but then he threw the, the Zenitsu tantrum, and I was like, <gasps> Same voice actor. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, he's also Nishinori in Haikyuu. Oh, look at that. Sick. Yeah. I love our little rabbit holes that we jump down on these because then we down. just learn shit. I... He was in ReZero as well as a smaller character. No, no. It's just... All that matters is Rim. Nothing else matters. <laughs> God, I miss ReZero so much. I want to rewatch it, but I can't get I can't get people. No to way it with me. was he um, Kurokiba in in uh, Food Wars. Really? Yeah. Huh? Holy shit! Sorry, I've like fallen down this loophole now of, of like who he does. All right. So, what was one of your favorite moments? I uh, freaking love Shikimori's older brother, Fuji. Yeah, Shikimori's older brother is great. Uh, I, I will certainly give you that. He's great. I love the, um, uh, like, gentle watching over that he provides, like, the gentle, like, security that he is, but mm-hmm. also the fact that he is so socially awkward. <laughs> <laughs> like, gets surrounded by girls in the mall and just, like, gets bailed out by his little sister. I think it's great. Yeah, that was great. Um, yeah. Uh, I also love Izumi's parents just, like, completely being like, oh, Shikimori's his girlfriend? Yeah, come over for dinner. We're going to bond. You're going to play racing cards with his dad while he takes a nap on the couch. Like, love that. Also, can we talk about, like, the thing going on between Shikimori and Izumi's mom? (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you cheating on me in front of me? <laughs> oh my god. And I also uh, loved how they have like gal pal time where they go yeah. and take like cooking classes and shit together. Yeah, it's so cute. It's so cute. But I love that um, uh, she really just does things occasionally that's like sends Izumi's mom into like. I get why he loves you. <laughs> it's just swoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. The dynamic is so good. But then the mutual respect between Shikimori and Izumi's dad, where they're like throwing it down on the fucking Wii. <laughs> right? Right? Love that. I love that. God, I love it so much. Um, oh, okay. We have to talk about um, Kamiya, who is our, I'm not even going to say our like, antagonist because she's not really it's just she's kind of the the blip that Izumi doesn't even know about in their relationship because she's the one who kind of like halts Shikimori and and like changes her perspective a little bit mm -hmm. um so yeah so there's a situation where uh it's the school festival the school and they're running things Izumi has a moment where he has to go and watch over the library because the library is kind of like a cool off area. It's like a quiet space. Um, and him and Kamiya are both watching over the library. And um, they have kind of like, they've been library buds for a while now. They were both like, that was one of their responsibilities at school was to watch over the library previously. And uh, Kamiya is like this Prince Charming vibe gal who's kind of aloof, but it's not because she intends to be. She's just more of a shy, like, like, loner kind of person. She's a bit more of an introvert, yet she's so good at sports and athletics and things that people expect her to be so extroverted that then when she's introverted, they, they see her as being um, detached from, from them and, like, snooty. Um, and so she has, like, this... Or they're like fans of her and they're not actually friends. And so she she doesn't have a relationship with anybody, you know? Mm -hmm. She's not actually like friends with anyone. Except for Izumi because he is oblivious and we love him for that. Um, and so he just treats everyone at face value and he does the same with her. And she very quickly finds herself developing affections for him when she realizes that him and Shikimori are in fact partners she tries to remove herself as best as she can from this situation she's very respectful we love that we love a respectful queen and um she tries to remove herself from the situation and ends up giving this heart to shikimori it's a heart that they like um we actually kind of did a similar thing in my high school um where we would like give uh we would try and like take each other's hearts on valentine's day um by like girls couldn't talk to boys and if you talk to them that you take the heart like that kind of thing um and it's kind of a similar thing like if you find someone who has the matching number on your heart that they do um then you get to take a picture together with your matching hearts and it's like ah, oh, you guys are supposed to be together forever you know kind of cute little thing and that's actually how izumi and shikimori got together the year prior and so shikimori wanted to recreate it this year and Kamiya ends up getting the number that is matching, and so she goes to get it. 
and coming over surrenders it very easily it's like here you can have it and then Shikimori ends up realizing that there is something going on there and goes to talk it through with her and Kamiya has like this intense like moment of like I don't really know how to handle this situation and Shikimori also kind of doesn't know how to handle that situation and ends up saying you know you should keep those feelings that you consider to be so precious to you because like they're your emotions you know respect your own emotions my guy mm -hmm. yeah that's my rant <laughs> just just good show just, just yeah great fucking show I like how they could have very easily turned Kamiya into a negative character. They could have very easily had some, like, jealousy, some unhealthy reactions. And it would have been realistic. These are teenagers at school, even full-grown adults with mental capacity of a full-grown adult. Mm -hmm. <laughs> react badly in situations like this when somebody is... When you find out that somebody else has feelings towards the person that you consider you know, your partner, you know, they're, they're yours. Yeah. When somebody else has feelings towards them, it does bristle your feathers a little bit. And a lot of people will react in a very negative, you know, like aggressive, protective kind of fashion. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there is a level of instinct that like our, our first, like I feel like for most people, your first instinct is to be like, hey, back off. Like, what you doing? Go away. It was nice to see that that wasn't what was, even if those emotions were felt during this time, those weren't the emotions that were acted upon. It yeah. felt very like mature and nice. Mm -hmm. I liked it. Yeah, it's really good. I like mm -hmm. it. <clears throat> Just the overall dynamic between all of the characters in this is great. Mm -hmm. Also, can we talk about the training arc that we had for the sports festival? Yes, we can. <laughs> I love the sports festival. It was great. God, fucking sports festivals are always, always an absolute blast. Well, and obviously the relay is the most important event. Isn't it like that in pretty much every anime? Like, yeah. I don't think that ever changes at all. No. I want to know some actual relay stories. Like, I want to know if, like, if this is the thing, if, like, this is annual sports day or whatever, if the relay is the biggest event at the end of the sports day that kind of, like, finishes it all off, I want to know legit, like, this made the local paper news, you know? Uh-huh. Because <laughs> there must be. <clears throat> but, yeah, you've got Izumi and Yui, who... Yui, by the way, is just the most oblivious short little blonde-headed menace i guess is almost the best way to put it because yeah. i really don't know how to describe her character she's like suika from um uh stone wars dr stone yeah yeah i can see that pretty much yeah. just more you know it's kind of like aqua and suika had a child or um uh freaking What's his face? Tanaka. It, it would be like if Suika and Tanaka had a child. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's literally that. Like, that is a great actual analogy. Yeah. Yeah. And so we got to watch those two just have a training montage because they didn't want to let their homies down in the relay. No. Yeah, they're both introverts, homebody introverts that don't do physical exercise, which I get. 
Oh yeah, I also get that, but Yui is just all of that where it's easy me tries, but he just fails because he trips and breaks Dies. everything. Yeah, and he's actually really strong and very athletic. He's just unlucky. Yeah, very, very unlucky. Yeah. But Homie is prepared. Like, he went through his whole training arc. He gets ready to just take off and go during the relay. And he trips, but instead of falling, he kicks off his shoes to make sure that he can't trip anymore. Yep. Yep. God, shit's a blast, man. Is very good. We've also got Nekozaki, who is the kind of other friend in the group. She's great, and I actually really like the dynamic between Nekozaki, uh, Yui, and Shu. I think those three are, they're good comic relief, but they're also just like, like kind of us. They're a representation of the audience, because we're yeah. like, they're watching like, uh, Izumi and, and Shikimori being all like romantic and cutesy and stuff but like not actually really getting anywhere and they're like what the come on guys like take a step but also they're like okay I'm kind of like they're, they're sickening me they're so gross go away you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I like that I like that a lot I feel like they're they're clearly legit friends as characters mm -hmm. yeah the overall dynamic between everybody in this just goes very well everything flows very well it, it's just a blast yeah yeah and i really like nekazaki as a character i i like the fact that she is constantly trying to include kamiya um she seems like a really authentic person of just like hey i want to hang out with you so let's hang out yeah. and uh getting denied but still asking and then when somebody is like hey you're putting too much pressure on them you shouldn't keep asking them she's like yeah but i don't want them to feel excluded i don't know i like that about her i think I feel like that's a really good characteristic to have. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, Hanabi Festival. Oh, it's so cute. So cute. Yeah, so Shikimori's um, sandal breaks. And she's in her yukata and her feet are all getting all blistered up. So Izumi chucks her on his back, climbs to the top of this, like, temple hill. And they watch the Hanabi from the top, and then their parents are just there, and a dad just like carries them all down. <laughs> Love how he carries them all down. Yep. Like um, Homie is just an ox. Yeah, that's. I was dying at some of the comments on that video because everyone was like, "Oh yeah, his dad was a beefcake back in the day," and then everyone's <laughs> like, "His dad's still a beefcake. What are you going on about?" God. Uh, it's I great. fucking love this show. I, I love yeah. it so much. I really, really think that if you didn't finish it, pick it back up again. Continue watching it. It's definitely worth the finishing. The jokes are continuous throughout. The friendship dynamic is great. It's not sickly sweet. I think you guys know by now that I don't like sickly sweet romance. And I don't like embarrassing moments. And there aren't in this. Despite the fact that it should be. Because he's so clumsy. It's not though. It's just kind of swoon-worthy. And I don't know about you guys. But I have a crush on Shikimori. I mean, just how could you not? Yeah. Like, everything about this is just done in such a way to where we truly have two perfect runs at best girl this year 
yeah. between Marin and then Shikimori, like the battle for best girl is going to be very, very tough come our end of the year awards. Yeah, fully. Because my God, I mean, just so much potential. And then we've got Comey coming up with season two as well. Yep. Yeah. We've got we got so much good shit. And just uh, this is like one of the last things from the spring season that I was just really wanting to cover because it deserves to be talked about because this show was amazing. Mm-hmm. So I guess we all know where I'm going to go with this. So what do you rate it? I very much enjoyed it. I thought it was a load of fun. I am down to give it like an 8 out of 10. I kind of figured you were going to go there. I figured this would be more of a true return to form versus the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. Uh, I'm out of 10. 10. It, it just it hit every expectation I had for it. It really blew it out of the water, too, because it was everything I wanted it to be and more. It was a faithful adaptation. It was absolutely sweet. Subbed and dubbed, it's an absolute blast. Mm-hmm. And I had no issue rewatching it twice. Yeah. Like I watched it through the first time and then we started having a Discord watch party of it dubbed. And so then whenever it came time to actually cover it, I rewatched through it a third time to like beat it into my brain. So the rewatchability of it is just excellent. Like you can't like I have no complaints whatsoever. This is again one of those shows where I'm like just zero complaints whatsoever. No, I actually agree. I I don't think that um uh, I ugh, I think the rewatchability is good. I think I would rewatch it. I just casually. I think it's fun. I think the animation is decent. I don't think there's anything to write home about. It's a slice of life. Uh, I think the jokes land. The OP is a banger. OP is a banger. The ED is good, but the OP is a fucking banger. Um, the side cast is really good. Family dynamics are healthy and good. Relationship dynamics are healthy and good. It's overall just like a good like brain fuzz like when you're feeling a little bit like you need just like some comfy this is some good comfy this is what a rom-com should be yeah like this is like hands down like textbook rom-com except it does better than your normal rom-coms because it's a healthy relationship nothing about it is weird in any way. There's no, like, awkward, like, accidental gropes or, like, any of those kinds of, like, tropey things. Yeah, none of that. It was just healthy, adorable, fun. And it just... It takes a lot for me to just sit with, like, a shit-eating grin on my face the entire time. But I just... It's so good. Like, you just can't help but smile watching it. Like, it's Mm. an absolute blast. Like, I... I know I speak highly of pretty much every rom-com that we cover on here, and it's fun because I get to try to make Blue watch shit to make her cringe. Yeah. But this is one of those to where I pretty much told you since the beginning, I think this is probably the one that you're going to enjoy most. No, and I do. I fully do. And then I'm going to make you watch Rent-A-Girlfriend here in the coming weeks just to torture you the way that I... You're going to die. I've already seen it, and I'm going to die. Uh, I I hate it with every fiber of my being. However, I think... Now, hear me out on this. Oh, God. I think that this will be the first time that you and I have both tore a show apart. Oh. Because you and I have both, like, taking turns 
tearing something apart because we'll watch something that the other one just hates. Yeah. This is one time where I truly think that if you can suffer through all of the very, very cringy shit, because there's a lot of it. Don't mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I think it'll be a joy I think it will be an enjoyable episode just for us to absolutely tear it to shreds. Okay, good to know. But then um, we can follow it up with the most badass John Wick style uh badass chick anime ever because Licorice Recoil is two chicks that just absolutely destroy shit and it's fun and it looks amazing. I'm having a blast watching it week nice. to week. Yeah. 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 Okay. Excited. So, yeah. So thank you all so much for listening, Blue, and I greatly appreciate it. Next week, I have no clue because I still don't know whether I am going to put Dragon Ball Super Superheroes before this or after this. So if it is before this, then I have no clue what we're going to cover next week. However, if it is after this, then we're doing Dragon Ball Super next week. Yeah, yeah, we are recording in advance because Brad's going on a ship in his favorite shippy ship. Going on a ship. <laughs> I was really hoping you would finish it. I was hoping you had something for that. No, that's it. That's where my brain stopped. Uh, all right. I love it. I love it very much. So, yeah, you have that to look forward to, whatever we end up doing. But, yeah, I'm going to be out of the country. And then after that, I'm pretty much taking the following weekend after that off because, mm-hmm. um, to those of you that are unaware, I got a PS5. And literally the day that I leave on this cruise, because fuck me, that's why, The Last of Us remake is dropping on the day that I leave for this cruise. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I get back, you can bet your ass I am going to stream it. And not only that, but I'm taking another Sunday off from church, because I already have to miss one for the cruise, but I'm taking the following Sunday off. Because I'm going to do what I did to that game the first time, and I'm going to stream it from start to finish. Yeah. So if check you want to watch me, gaming. yeah. <laughs> so if you want to watch me cry in 4K, do be sure to check me out on like uh, September 10th. I think. Let me get an actual date. Fuck off outside. I'm being uh, vain. If you want notifications now, just head on over to his Twitch at Brackhouse Gaming and click that follow button. Then you'll get an alert whenever he goes live. Yeah, hit the follow button and click the bell. Make sure that you have notifications on. Yes, notifications on. And if you're on YouTube, hey, do the same thing for B&B Anime. Click that bell, turn the notifications on to all notifications, not personalized, because otherwise YouTube hates us. And also hit that subscribe so we pop up in your subscription box, sometimes maybe, hopefully, because, again, YouTube hates us. And, um, Twitch. We're not on Twitch. Brad's on Twitch. Uh, Twitter, that's what I meant to say, at BNB Anime. <laughs> the same thing on Instagram, at BNB Anime. I have Instagram, at Blue Lavender. STM. Yeah, she also has an Etsy shop. I like bookmarks. Do you like bookmarks? Of course you love bookmarks. We're our nerds here. We like to read manga and also books that have words. So do check out her Etsy shop at Blue Lavender Crafts because she does custom bookmarks of like very floral things. She did me a cherry blossom one and it is absolutely amazing and I I love it a bit. Go check it out. Yeah, I want to do more anime themed ones. So if you have anime bookmark wants uh i can attempt them no promises trying my best i'm in art school though so 
Basically, what she is saying is that you may request whatever you like. However, there are no refunds or exchanges and definitely not store credit. You get what you get. You get what you get and you don't get upset. But whatever it is, you can make sure that it is hand painted, not brush painted. <laughs> it may or may not be hand painted. They will never be foot painted. Don't even ask. <laughs> Somebody is going to ask now. You put that into the world, and I am not cutting that out. Oh, no. <laughs> if it's foot painted, I'm charging at least three times more. You are marketing yourself too low. Do you know how much people would pay for that kind of... You know what? Literally, go on your Etsy shop right now and put one on there for $500. I guarantee you it will fucking sell. Foot painted bookmark. Do it. Then, I guarantee you it will sell. The thing is, is I would only do that completely anonymously, and I don't feel like I can because I have a foot tattoo. So, like, if it was, like, showed a picture of me doing the process, I have a foot tattoo. It's not anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> they can trace it through the tattoo. They'll find out it's me, even though I'm just a voice on a podcast. <laughs> Except I'm not because I have an Instagram page. Oh, God, this this shit's wonderful. I love it so much. I'll do it in a sock, and then I'll send you the sock, too. But you have to pay extra. All right, so you can have one foot painted for 500 or you can get one with, with the sock included for 1000 Yeah, $500 painted foot sock. <laughs> this is Canadian as well. Don't you think about it being American money? <laughs> Fucking love it. And so you still much. gotta pay shipping. I ain't paying that. Actually, I think the dollar is worth more than the Canadian dollar, so I think you're selling yourself short a little Am bit I? there, mate. Well, I don't know. All I know is it costs more in in Canada. I look at the prices of things that are American products and it's like sixteen dollars American and then it's like thirty seven dollars Canadian. Yeah, so I think that means our dollar's worth more. Yeah, that's true. So five hundred US. Yeah, five hundred US. Pounds. Oh, wait! Didn't the pound just have a significant drop after Boris Johnson? Okay, just kidding. Resigned? Five hundred American dollars. Whatever the no, most American. expensive currency in the world is, five hundred. Five hundred of Bitcoin. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> five hundred different NFTs. You gotta send them to me. I don't care. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what these things are. <laughs> I know they're worth the money. Okay. All right. So yeah. you <laughs> to choose your own currency, basically. Choose your own adventure. You may or may not get a sock. <laughs> <laughs> Blue gave Tommy a sock. Tommy is free. He just bought one of my bookmarks and now he's a free elf. <laughs> oh, okay, we're gonna thank, go now. Yeah, thank you all so much for listening. We'll catch y'all next time. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye. <laughs>